testing onomatopoeia onomatopoeia hello my shock jocks this is your electric athletic cup matthew sanborn smith and his high voltage pelvic protecting podcast beware the hairy mango today's story is all about a hard knock life no there's no annie in this one but it comes from the germ of an idea suggested by my boss so if i don't do this story i'm going to be fired and i could very well wind up singing with a bunch of orphans we'll find an abandoned apartment and become squatters living our big city lives but only as long as the pad stays free Pad Stays Free by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Patty was just your ordinary legal pad sitting on a shelf at an office supply store waiting patiently for life to destroy her. Sounds grim, but honestly, that was her purpose, to be written on and torn apart, crumpled up, thrown away, incinerated, maybe wiped on an ass if someone was in a bind, or dropped into a tub and ruined having never been used. See? And you thought you had it bad. But Patty knew if she was used properly, when it was all over, she might be recycled, and this gave her hope. Hope that she'd eventually be turned into another legal pad and the process would start all over again. Patty was pretty stupid. I know, but she was just a legal pad. If she had been smart, she would have gone to pad medical school and become a prescription pad. Now that I brought that up, you're thinking she must have gone to pad law school to become a legal pad. Sadly, no. If she had done that, she would have become a contract. Don't you know anything about pad graduate schools? Anyway, back to our shelf. One day, sitting there all crisp and clear and bright yellow like the sunshine, Patty was purchased by a pair of totally non-psychotic looking people, and she held out hope for an easy life. Alas, you can't judged neglectful by a person's looks, they forgot her in their car in the middle of the summer. The heat, the pressure, and the thirst became unbearable. She couldn't take it anymore. Patty became unglued. To ensure they could be even more neglectful, the people who bought Patty put a bunch of dogs in the car and closed it up again. The dogs went nuts, and Patty's pages were scattered all over the vehicle. It seemed like they were all destined for a miserable death, until a militia group of revolutionary newspapers wandered by and the dogs focused their attention on escape so they could do their business on them, even though they weren't business newspapers. But luckily for Patty, the dogs couldn't read, otherwise she still might be there today. The dogs quickly did a study of window strength in various parts of the car, discovered the weakest point in the glass, and worked together to exploit that weakness by wrapping themselves into a big dog pile and throwing themselves against that window while putting the corner of the buckle of one of their collars out front in order to focus their combined weight and force on an area just millimeters across. The window shattered and everyone was free. You're probably thinking that these were the smartest dogs ever, but if they were so smart, why didn't they just pull on the goddamn door handle? Dogs are always overthinking things, and that's why they're in the position they're in. The newspapers took some casualties from their run-in with the dogs' wide-open holes, but the survivors pulled Patty from the car just in time for her to be implicated with them when the authorities showed up. The government had been tracking these revolutionaries ever since they'd been printed, and now they'd been apprehended. Patty insisted that she had done nothing wrong, but since her ungluing and subsequent scattering, the feds pointed out that her papers weren't in order. Patty had become an illegal pad. While in pad prison, Patty had some time to reflect. She wrote her memoirs down on herself, and when she got to the great dog escape, she realized there was hope for life outside these walls if she and her fellow pad prisoners just worked together. She raised up her pages and showed the other inmates the story of the dogs and convinced everyone to wrap themselves around each other. In no time at all, they formed a giant maxi pad with wings, and they were about to fly out the window to freedom when Patty stopped them. Hold on, hold on, she said. 
They held on, wondering what her problem was. What are you, yellow? They asked. Of course I am, Patty said. Just look at me. But I wanted to double check something before we go. There it is. Patty pointed across the room at the door. She crossed the room, pulled on the door handle, and all the pads walked out to freedom. In the warm, sultry air of freeness, Patty shook her head in wonder. Stupid dogs. <laughs> If this story rolled your paper in the joint, you can light it and other flammable objects at the web napkin of the dog lapkin, BewareTheHairyMango.com. I just realized this is at least my third prison break story this month. What's that about? I really need to tighten up security in my imaginary prisons. The problem is I don't want my imaginary taxes to go up. Spackle feverishly in the comments for this post or greasy mail me and we'll plow drifts of fat into our arteries at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com or split them open and slick back the hair of our corpses at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Whenever I'm not paying attention, to what I'm doing, the SF and SF signal stands for science fiction, the literary subgenre that depends on some aspect of scientific plausibility upon which the plot must. Uh, fuck! I totally blew that one. SFSignal.com. Tweet down Basin Street that all your Nolanist followers should follow me at twitter.com/upwithgravity, where all the old folks and the mangoes meet. I'll tell you all a story, Bill, lightly read beneath a redly light. Shop online right now and purchase a fine set of hamster sorting bins. Separate your rodents by color, size, efficacy of digestion, and more. What's that? You don't need hamster bins? Your hamsters have already been sorted out? Then use that bin money that's been burning a hole in your pocket and funnel it to me through the donate button on the homepage. Before you finalize your donation, however, I'd like to remind you that you're the type of person who would spring for the really nice hamster sorting bins. This podcast sucks lazily on the teat of a larger vagrant podcast with the understanding that it will grow large and powerful and someday leave its beloved vagrant to go out into the harsh adult world and confront injustice and apathy and a Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share like 4.0 international license and suck lazily on their teats. Until your doorbell activates my ding-dong, this will secretly replace Matthew Sanborn Smith and remind you the deductive argument for a mathematical statement is in the pudding. Good night. <laughs>